So this is Alice Quill from Atrocity, and you're listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast. One, two, three, four. The Brutally Delicious Podcast. Ooh. The Brutally Delicious Podcast. The Brutally Delicious Podcast. The Brutally Delicious Podcast. Hey, how are you, my friend? Yeah, I'm uh I'm good. Uh actually a little bit sad that that uh the cruise was so fast over and we oh couldn't meet God, in person. Yeah. That was beautiful though, wasn't it? It was wonderful, yeah. I mean, we we had like uh some painful years. So that was like the reward for waiting. <laughs> oh my goodness. I was just I think you're right. I think it's it was extra special because uh because that was like my eighth time going, but it was still extra special because of that break we had. Yeah, yeah, same here. And the thing is, uh, we had like um, on the one day we wanted to meet originally, mm-hmm. um, we had like a little hassle that we had to rearrange uh, with with the All Star Jam. Sure, As Uli was not taking part in two songs we were supposed to right be with him, and um, then. <laughs> Yeah, then I had to rearrange stuff and was a little bit crazy. Uh, and yeah, so we couldn't meet up front, right? That was a little bit of pain. Right. And I had straight after the All-Star Jam, after hosting, I went straight to the stage for the atrocity kick. Right, I know. You got you were really busy, but what the heck, it was great. I had an awesome time. What was your experience like on the boat? Uh, it was amazing. Um, actually, um, besides great gigs and 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 you know being on the boat and you know uh and having not the same weather like we had in europe but we very cold and and uh all this uh you know mayhem with the storms we had over here right so then finally going to the caribbean you know already miami was awesome <laughs> miami me, was great you know yeah. like I, we had some video shoots uh, like it was ice cold, really. Uh, y- your butt was frozen to, to, to <laughs> death. <laughs> and then we went there. It was unbelievable. Like, what the hell? But then, uh, you know, meeting all the, the friends and everyone uh, not seeing for such a long time. Yeah. As, as you know, uh, in the summertime when the festivals were going on last year, uh, I, I got the corona finally. And then we couldn't go out and play. It was really mm-hmm. shitty. So... That was amazing, you know, meeting everyone, uh, and finally we we could play. And on top of it all, uh, the release shows to the new album Occult Free. That was like really amazing. Yeah, there's no other description. What was that like? Yeah, you know, you're you're writing an album in the last two years. You know, you were waiting, you know, to 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 get it also out, and and, and people uh, were asking how's the new stuff and. And finally, it got released, and um, we were able to to play. We played a bunch of new songs, so that that was really great to see. Also, the reactions because not not everyone is familiar now with, with the new album. It just came out like a week before, right? So uh, the people they they loved it, and uh, they said, oh, "Wow, that's really brutal stuff." and So yeah, <laughs> it's the it's 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 occult free is the Probably the most brutal part of, of the Occult Trilogy. So, what was it, uh, so am I assuming then that it was written during the uh, the lockdown or the, the the time we had off? 
Yeah, yeah, kind of. Uh, the the preparation were already before, like with 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 uh, lyrical concepts and ideas. But basically, we had we had like also with the leaves eyes, like with my other band, we had like a studio lockdown while we were actually having six weeks. Uh, uh, really, the band only in the studio. We couldn't leave, or nobody could move right. anymore. Wow. Yeah, right. So, uh, and with the atrocity, we were facing another situation. There was like all the travel bans and stuff happening already. And we had the thing, I was only allowed to have one person here. Oh, yeah. So, it was like Mickey and me writing all the songs. As Toso, we knew that he will, uh, um, you know, retire from the band, so to say, for personal and private stuff. So, we still like in contact almost every day. So, like best friends, it's was like uh you know nothing to do with the band or, mm-hmm. or something like that so um basically for for mickey was like uh yeah he's he's his uh, musical uh introduction you know like writing all the riffs and stuff like one riff is still from torso but the other stuff like we we did all together and and it was like explosion volcano right you know right. So it all the ideas like boom, yeah, like 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 you said, we couldn't play, so we could finally uh, be in the studio, and uh, or at least we could be in the studio and recording our music. And that is the great gift, in the way or advantage, that the master sound studio, you know, like my studio is 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 is, is here, so we can have professional recordings and everything like that. So in a way, it was sort of beneficial for you in in the overall scheme of things, right? Because you were able to really take your time and write that record. Yeah, if you see it that way, uh, maybe that was something, but uh, which was like having the, all the focus on the music, so to say. Right. Um, but on the other side, of course, Usually you go out and play and on tour, you already grab the live energy from people. Actually, to 2019, uh, we, we've uh, uh, both bands, with Atrocity and then Lave's Eyes. So we had this energy already, like we, we came back uh, from the cruise, actually, with Lave's Eyes in 2020. I was so on that one. Like, yeah. Yeah. This will be killer. What a start of the year. And then everything just shut. Right. Yeah. Soon after, it was like, Totally upside down everything, and um, so that is also something you you miss out then you know like like uh, this kind of energy you get from the fans you know like you get this power and motivation and yeah. all that. But of course, we were highly motivated to write a great record and uh, to 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 have like this frustration and anger inside you helps to make brutal music. I think crazy times demand crazy music. Here we go, Occult Free. That's your soundtrack, right? That's that's the soundtrack of, of the of the times we, we we live in. We talk about it a lot on the show, and I think um heavy music, there's just something sort of super cathartic and super freeing when you not only writing it, I guess, from your angle, but from a listener standpoint as well, right? It really helps you get rid of the shit that you're dealing with, or at least deal with the shit you're dealing with. Yeah, yeah. That that's uh it's a yeah, it's 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 for sure something uh, when emotions uh, um, have to get out by you know as an artist wants to express uh, himself like uh, 
even a painter or other, you know, even right. ballet dancer or whatever, you know, a musician, like a metal musician, you know, wants really to, to grab everything from inside and, you know, put it out there as, as like the musical uh, manifest, uh, you know, of, of, of your soul, so to say. And uh, with all the topics in the background, the concept of the occult free is the perfect, um, you know, a foundation to write, you know, this brutal death metal songs. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, if you look back at the times in the, the, the 60s, there was that sort of music that was reminiscent of what was going on in the 60s. And you had the 70s. And you, and I think you're seeing that now here in 2023, because yeah. a lot of people, you know, are reflecting on what we've been through. And it's sort of like a time capsule almost. If you, if you listen to a song like Fire Ignites, that is basically now also with, with the war going on basically a mirror of the society of today i'm not kidding here when i was writing the song it's like a dark prophecy we didn't know the war will start or something like that mm -hmm. but it was already you felt in the corona times you know it will be not the same like it was before you know that that was quite clear i think and uh, so the world has changed and then on top of it all we, we we all went from one crisis to the other and we have even two guys in kiev from from our crew Gosh. so they are ukrainian and um and they were stuck uh, from the start in in in, in the war so are they and, safe uh, right now well there's nothing safe at the moment. i guess yeah there's an example when i was last time we were getting contact they had uh, the our front of house had only four hours with energy so he 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 apologized for not getting back to me because there was no power right. so and they they have a hard winter there that is no joke that is uh it's inhuman conditions it's it's uh, a nightmare if you see it also history rise in europe there was always war but now before this shit is over over here right and now in the heart of Europe, we have that war going on, a census war. And um, every war is shit and census, but this this one is, is even more worse as, you know, uh, these countries, uh, they they have relatives, friends, they're very connected, you know, with each other. It, it, it's, 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 it's absolutely a shame. And the thing is, um, when, when it started, uh, I was like, also like, okay, the, this kind of, um, I, I would say, like in metal, we have always like this, this dark prophecies, right? And, sure. and then you look back in the eighties, was also a reflection of the Cold War and stuff. Many times you were thinking, uh, oh, this, this, the, the, the mankind is on a cliff, right? right? So that after. The, uh, fall of the wall and the iron curtain went down and, and that, that that little bit disappeared that kind of feel and everybody felt like oh yeah we will get along there's globalization everything will be fine and writing a song like fiery ignites and and other stuff with, with, with this dark topic of war and, and and the danger of of a world collapse and 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 a really uh, impact for uh, uh, human um beings uh that that it could be erased complete uh, from the planet right you now nobody was really thinking about that anymore and now you see the headlines every day 
right? They yeah, you got to turn those headlines off, though, because they get too much, man. The bombardment <laughs> of shit is too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing is, um, with the music, I think artists always, you don't have to be like a political band or something like that. It's a choice of yourself. But uh, you can reflect, you know, things like that. Or it it, it it is like also helping for people to get over it. You know, yes. it, it, they have that kind of music, you know, where they, they can dive into like the metal world, so to say. And or they're the not alone, right? Because everybody's experiencing the same thing. Yes. And the... And the amazing thing is, like, when we were talking about the boat, like, 71 nations were on board, yeah. right? And everyone was connected with the music and having a great time. There was nobody having a war with each other, right? Nobody else shit. No. We can all get along. I 100% agree. Yeah. And that's a wonderful thing with the metal community and the metal family. That That's for sure. It's Everywhere not like that go, anywhere else. Yeah. You don't find a pop community or a country community. It's really very, very tight in the metal community. And I 100% agree with you. Yeah, I think and also the the way like, you know, when, when people having their kind of special humor and, you know, all that kind of things, they, they know how to take that. Nobody is thinking about like when they hear brutal music to kill each other or stuff. No, they, have, they have they have great fun together with, with the music. Right. And you knock somebody over and you pick them right back up in the pit. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you guys have planned for the uh for the year here? You started off with a bang on seventy thousand tons and a new record. What's going on from there? Yeah, we have <laughs> we have some some plans of course. Uh but as we talk about crazy times, uh I'm also realistic. We have to see what's possible. We have like requests from all over the world and uh, we have to see um, what we can realize in this year. You know, it doesn't mean we have to do everything at once right. in one year. So uh, for the, you know, forecast, so to say, uh, I think we're going to play uh, live uh, in, in the next couple of years with, with, with that album trilogy, actually. And um, it's great that we can go out with the, with the, material uh, of the Occult 3 album, it has to be played live. So that's for sure. Festivals, tours and stuff will come. And um, besides that, we also have the treasure hunt still going on. Uh, I don't know if you know about that. It's like the, there are no regular bonus tracks on, on, on the Occult albums besides like the instrumental versions. And we started the first, it's the first metal treasure hunt ever with the Occult uh, 1 album. It's a 24 karat golden cd with a song unique only once and you have to go and find it so it's only on one cd wow every masters everything is off there's no downloads nothing it's one cd golden cd and uh it's in a treasure box hidden on an occult place and yeah the first one treasure hunt is still going on it's through six countries, there's no time limit or something. And we were thinking in the first time, we were thinking, yeah, if somebody finds the first CD for the Occult 2, the second uh, CD will be, okay, the first treasure hunt is in Europe. The second will be in North America. And the third one will be probably in Asia. So right, that's so what I can give. I don't is know it, if you can tell me any of this, but I'm going to ask because it's the first time I've heard about it. Is it... Something that are clues from the record, or is it just like yeah? It's, it's it starts with that. You have clues. It's like geocaching. 
you know. Okay. And 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 you have to find the caches and stuff like that. And there's also a Facebook group, and it was very active. But then suddenly I heard that you know, at first I thought like, yeah, that was the intention. People work together, right. even from different countries. And and then I heard from somebody that somebody played a fall game or something. I have to find out about it. I wasn't sure if it's really true because we thought like it's like something people can interact and hey, what, what did you find out? What, what's the right. next riddle? Or we can solve it together? Stuff like that. It was it was like that in the start, and then I I heard that then people wanted to be the only one finding and doing their own stuff. I hope it got it, because we we cannot make an influence on that. It's something with an own dynamic, so to right. say, and um. Yeah. So the first one, uh, we have to check if it's if if somebody found it already, um, then it's over. And then we start the second one. And I was thinking, even if the first one is not ended yet, if we should start the same, because it takes a, now quite a while, you know. Right. Um, and that was also the plan. A little bit like Indiana Jones. Not so easy. Not like, oh, where can I download it? Oh, what's the riddle? Or what is the uh, what is the, the the solution? Or where can I go and find it? It had to be a little bit more, you know. That that like the worth of music is also it's a little bit a symbol also for nowadays. So you know, true fans are the only ones who are going to find it. Sorry, only true fans will find it. Only true fans will find it. That's a great idea. I've never heard of that, and that's pretty interesting. Yeah, you can uh, check out on the Atrocity uh, 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 webpage on the official one. It's, mm-hmm. it's There's a link, Treasure Hunt. If you're interested, you can go in. And um, there's like also everything explained, how how you can start the whole thing. And yeah, we're going to continue. Maybe the second Treasure Hunt I was thinking, maybe make it a little bit more easy. <laughs> yeah, who knows? It's fun, though. And we have a lot of European listeners. In fact, we have more. European listeners than I think Americans. So anybody listening, follow those directions and yeah, yeah. Go to atrocity.e and you find everything about a, a treasure hunt. And uh, there's a, also a video uh, on YouTube, uh, a trailer for that. We recorded back then. Um, explains it everything as well. So um, it's still going, and I think whoever finds that song on the Golden City, that's a real treasure. That's it great. Beautiful. That runs me to the end of my questions. All I have to tell you is I definitely saw you guys on the boat and I was blown away. I love the new record. I'm glad we finally got to make this happen. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really glad to hear that. And um, I'm, yeah, I'm very happy that we could play the boat and that there was no whatever last second uh, problem or cancellation. It, w- it went all great. And thank you so much for the interview. Oh, that no we worries. can do it now, and we can't wait to come back also to North America. That would be great. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate you taking the time. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, I hope uh, that, that next time uh, we meet in person, right? Yeah, absolutely. But, again, thank you for me. I know it was, you're busy, and I appreciate you taking the time to make it work. So, Yeah, thank you. Be yes. well, my friend. It Cheers. Goes. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, this is Scott from Fly on the Call. Each week I speak to a different musician, whether they're in an established band like Silverstein or The Wonder Years, or band on the rise like Spanish Love Songs, Origami Angel, or Meet Me at the Altar. We discuss music and lyrics, the successes and challenges of being in a band, and more, as we get to the core of each artist. The show features musicians of diverse genres and backgrounds, so there's always a chance I'll be talking to your new favorite band. 
Listen and subscribe at soundtalentmedia.com.